tell I like that, right? You can tell that's <laughs> definitely my style. All right. Okay, so far, Pen's right there. Hand me my coffee, please. Oh, do you guys not use headphones? I kind of love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so good. I've, I've someone ears. tried to teach me how to do it once, and like hearing my own voice was so uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I didn't know I sounded no. like that, and it just freaked me out. I was like, Ugh. my cauliflower. Oh my, shit! It hurts my ears that I don't have yeah. cauliflower. It really bothers me, like bad. I can't wear them. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I really don't like my ears get red and turn on fire. So then I can't. If I have to take my earrings. It's so stupid. I'm like, okay, well, there's no reason for this. Yeah, it just freaks me out to be like, honest. I think it's. I don't want to know what I sound like. <laughs> I think it's just a little cool to be honest with you. Yeah, right. Like, like professional. Like why else do you need to have them on? Yeah, really. that's true. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It should look like. Look it professional. Just makes you look cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I you know what? We don't need to look to look professional like that. We can look at the other ways. I personally don't like it. Let's do a quick mic check. Check one, two. Hello, hello. Hello. Mic check one, two. Hello. Uh, you're a little loud. I'm hey. I'm you know, always a little loud. I'm always a little loud. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I might be in the wrong direction. Is it now still too loud? Yeah, way too loud. Okay, hold on. Testing, testing, one, two. Testing. How is it now? Am I good? Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to count it down. Get a couple seconds of silence. And we are back in the Madimal Zone with my ever stellar co host, Kerry. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Dropping shit as always. I'm good. How are you? Awesome. I'm excited. We got special guest. I pulled her right off the mats at Sarah Jiu Jitsu. I trained today at noon because Sarah is like four minutes up the block. Literally. Like, literally four minutes. And I pulled out the washing machine. Kristen Walsh. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> it's good. I'm here. <laughs> we out here. Is this your first podcast? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, we, we get a lot of first timers in here. It's kind of yeah, cool. You know, I like to break them in. Yeah, like I like that. Not, not quite like that. Well, you know, it's well, yeah, but it's good because you know, there's a little young for my there, taste, Carrie. Well, you know, I, I mean, like I should hope so. Yeah. Uh, but it's good to get that experience in anyway, and then like you, you people kind of find their voice and see that like, hey, it's not that weird, and you might end up really liking it. Podcasting's good. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I've actually always wanted to try it. It seems cool. It's a lot I of fun. To say. You do have a lot to say. I got a lot to say. All right. All right. That's why I brought you on. John showed me a post of yours that I was cracking up at. It was so funny. Everyone was confronting me about that post. Like, Kristen, what are you talking about? You got got your first erection at 15? I was like, why would you think that's from my own brain? I don't have a penis. That is hysterical. You were just fucking around. You were just like joking. You were like, Kristen, why? Literally, this guy I've known since, like, first grade works at uh, my local Walgreens, and I, like, walked in to go buy some, like, deodorant or something, and as I'm buying it, he looks at me, he's like, uh, Kristen, like, are you okay? Like, you posted on Instagram something about, like, jacking off behind a post office? <laughs> I like and the feeding like, I'm pretty cereal. sure she's a girl, but like... <laughs> the flakes. Eating fe- feeding the flakes. Yeah, like, you, you John, you broke the pen. Yeah, you're like, is everything Well, let me ask you a right? question. If you had a dick, how big would it be? I feel like it would be tiny. Oh, is that how you... <laughs> you know, if I had no, a dick, I don't small. know. Who knows? You broke the pen, It's so John. randomly assigned. There is, is no it? metric for this, right? Like yeah, it's size. not like it correlates with like shoe size. People it correlates say it does, with nothing. It, it correlates... He broke the pen. He broke the pen. You did. 
I'm like, why isn't this working? I'm like, oh, because this piece isn't attached to that piece anymore. So, what broke it? You think I'm too strong? Possibly. You think that's what happened? It's okay. Worst things have happened. I got to get a new one anyway. Look, there's there's like the teeniest... There's the slightest bit of shit left in there, so it's really not a big deal. Not There's nothing in there. I'm not crying about it. Anyway. I just thought that was pretty That's funny. Right. I'm like, why isn't this working? Oh, so you got the so last hit. It worked for you. Son of a bitch. Good for you, John. You see, and, you, and, and some people don't believe in the gods. I do. Look how they come through. I do. You got the last hit shit. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, anyway. I'm pretty high. I just wanted to like take one more, but whatever. It is what it is. I wasn't meant to be. You could be at the perfect amount of high. I could be. I don't want to go to the point of no return, so. I don't really smoke, but I've had a lot of sugar. <laughs> you look like you've had some sugar. You know what's funny? As I was in line going to get this, like, sugary coffee and, like, my oatmeal with sugar, I looked at my co-star, and my co-star was, like, avoid sugar. <laughs> like, Fuck you, co-star. Co-star? Co-star. It's, like, this astrology app. Oh. And I was, like, I determined my destiny. And then okay. I got this sugar Well, yeah. you know, I do a lot All of right. divination work. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I use the runes mostly. You know, I worship the old gods. So my patron deity would be Odin. So I try to emulate the Odinic path very closely. Odin, the chief Viking god. Um, and the more that I've been doing that, the better I felt everywhere in my life. And the bigger I got away from it once, and uh, he told me, am I the god of merchants or the god of warriors? And I was like, I understand. I'm doing the wrong thing. Wait, when you say he told you, you mean like, did you read it somewhere? Or like no, came like to when like I communicate with Odin, I astral project into uh, like the Helix Nebula, and that's where we communicate the deepest. And at the and this is sober. I'm no so drugs. confused. Do you do this consciously? Like, yeah, or is it in your sleep and you do it in your dream? Like, so you can do it in a dreamlike state. Like, let's say before bed. That's when I usually will like to astral project. Then I can project. This takes a long time to learn. I've been doing this for 25 years. And I still suck at it. You know, like, you're a blue belt in jiu-jitsu, right? Yes. Okay, I'm a blue belt in this. You know what I mean? I just am able to get anything out of it after, like, 20 years of practice. That was kind of a slam, but I'll move on. No, 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 I'm just saying. No, that wasn't a slam. I'm just saying. Like, I'm going to keep it moving. It's a matter of, of what I'm talking about. When I say, like, I do that, people are like, oh, that's bullshit. And I'm like, yo, it's a technique. Like, any other technique, there's a long time of mm. nothing happening to master, not master, to even be able to do it. Like, you know you learn an arm bar? Yeah, yeah. All right, now arm bar me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the universe does too. So I'm like the blue belt in astral travel. So sometimes I hit it, sometimes I don't. Wait, so where do you travel to? Anywhere. So like, everything. Like, different planes of like. Existence. Okay. So listen, so how it seems to appear is when I leave my body immediately, mm -hmm. the world right here is like almost a shadow plane of everything right here. Mm -hmm. So if I leave my body here, if I can get my consciousness and everything lined up correctly, I'll see everything in this room. But it'll look a little shadowy, almost dreamlike. Mm -hmm. And I can go anywhere, but it's hard to do, yeah. right? Like once uh, I have a friend in California and she was having trouble uh, with some spiritual stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to project there and I'll, I'll catch you there. I'll, I'll actually project there and meet you there in California. I'll just go there and try to help you astrally. And uh, I get lost and then I'm like, fuck, I see like a, a blonde girl sleeping and I'm like, I'm, I don't know where I am and I seen the color purple and it dragged me into like her room and I was like, okay, and I interacted with her spirit. 
and uh, casted a rune. I used the runes, the Viking system of uh, alphabet and uh, magic. And then I talked to her the next day. So I called her up. I was like, hey, Rachel. I was like, um, I was like, I was trying to find you, and I see like a blonde girl. She's like, oh, my roommate. I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a roommate. Right? I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. I'm trying to piece it together. So I'm trying to do the damn thing and then figure it out on the back end if I actually did the damn thing. You know, does that make sense? Kind of. Like, a yeah. little bit, but also my mind isn't quite wrapped around the whole I thing. Know. But I feel like, I, this is the first I've really heard, heard about, about this in, like, travel. a actual, like, yeah. hap- like, it happening and someone actually doing it. It's crazy. Are your eyes no. open when you do it? Like, like physically, like, do you do it and, like, your eyes are open? Or do you have to, like, close you your eyes? You have to ask my wife. Like, she says sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, so, oh, so you don't even feel like you're in your body anymore. My body's comatose. What? Not even, like, sleeping. It's, like, completely... Like, what the fuck? We're, we're coming back from Disney one day. We, we went to Disney World, me and my wife. And I was like, oh, the best place to astral project is on the plane. Because I'm already a little high. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, and then I could get right to outer space real quick. It's right there. Damn. So so I'm like, comatose. And, she, and it was like crazy turbulence. And she's like, I was trying to wake you up. And you were just like dead. She's like, I was worried. I was going to call her. And I was like, oh, I was in another dimension. I was fine. <laughs> You know, yeah. so, I was fine. So yeah, I like to push the boundaries of existence. Wow. I'm telling you, Carrie, they're even trying to lock you down on the astral plane. I've seen some shit out there. <sighs> I'm not happy about There's it. There's gonna but be just some shit everywhere. So when I read your post. Oh yeah. The first thing I told her is I was like, I totally understood everything you said. Yeah. I totally understood it. And that's that was the I, funniest shit. Because now you see how far out I am. Yes. So now you understand what I mean. Yes, I'm we're right here. Out. We're right here. The pineal gland. See what she did? She pointed to her. Very important. She already knew. Yep. Did I? I don't even. That's where yep. your third eye child. Yes. Oh, wow. She already yes. pointed to her third eye child. Yes, she your pineal gland. Here. It's very important. Said, yes, she yep. already pointed. Well, because here is one thing. Here is another. Yeah. Yeah. Unconsciously, yeah. that's how I told you she's my kindred spirit. Am I astro projecting right now? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing it? <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> Am I a black belt? <laughs> Did I just walk into this and be able to do it? <laughs> I have like no idea what astro projection is. I'm like, did he just fucking do it? <laughs> so have you ever had a dream that you go to a place that's actually there? That's actually there? Let's say you go to like your friend's house in your dream and it seems like you're there. I've had very realistic dreams, but none that actually took place in a place I feel like I've been. Like all my really realistic dreams take place in somewhere that I've never, I don't think I've ever seen in like real life before. And you have very lucid dreams? No, um, not frequently, but every now and then I'll get like a really like realistic one and it freaks me. Mm. I've only had one like crazy realistic one and it was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. It was the only time I've had a dream where like it wasn't through like I wasn't in the dream. It was like oh, I wasn't watching. a participant in it. It was almost like I was watching a movie or something. Mm. And it was like the most disturbing dream I ever had. It was like some little kid being tortured. Oh, sorry. Just a little lover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like some little kid like being tortured and I just was like watching it and I and this is what's crazy and I'm sure it's just a coincidence. But no. Okay, this is how this sounds so I don't about. believe in coincidences. Maybe it's not. But literally Okay, so it's, I don't even want to describe the whole dream, but pretty much like as I'm about to describe the whole dream, yeah, I was like, I don't describe the whole thing, but it was a rainy night. Um, <laughs> it was a rainy Tuesday. <laughs> it was a yeah. Night. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, uh, pretty much it starts off with these two guys 
and there's like this little kid and I guess they like captured him or like he's he's like a prisoner or whatever and they start making him like skateboard through some obstacle course while they're like shooting at him but they're like intentionally not shooting at him to like kill him they're just Mm. like hitting him like grazing him or whatever so he'll like fall off and then like they make him keep going and stuff and that went on for a little bit and then that stopped and immediately cut to like this most fucked up thing i've ever witnessed and it was like um these they pretty much like strapped him down and like made him flip a coin to see how much of like his arm they were going to cut off and i don't remember how it even worked because now looking back on it i'm like how could you coin decide how much but i don't know but pretty much it happened right at the wrist right and so they start like cutting off this little boy's wrist and then i wake up and here's the crazy thing and like this is where i'm like dude this is a coincidence Mm-mm. but like the next day and i was i've never had a dream so realistic like i woke up and i was like almost like ashamed of myself for even the fact that my brain would even like think of something like that do something like that you know what i mean like i was like that's that's terrifying so it was is the most realistic dream i've ever had it's the only dream that i wasn't like in and I remember I was telling one of my friends about it because I was like freaked out. And I go, and I'm just on the phone. So I'm like, yeah, and it was crazy. And they start cutting off at his hand, like right at the wrist. And I point to my wrist to like, I'm not even trying to show him. I'm just on the phone doing it like whatever. And I point to my wrist, just talking on the phone. And I see on my wrist, there's like this little mark, almost like a scar, like right where I point. Mm-hmm. So I point and I'm like, yeah, like right at the wrist. And I see it's like, I don't think it's there anymore. But, um. Yeah, it was like this little mark, like literally that I pointed and I looked and there was like a mark on my wrist. And I mean, like, yeah, maybe it was there before and I just never noticed it. But like, that was really freaky. So sometimes I wonder if that's an astral projection. So sometimes we astrally project and you just don't remember it. Mm -hmm. Your consciousness just can't accept it. Yeah. Right, like our consciousness is always putting up barriers. Think about it. If you ever do, if you ever have any psychedelic experience, not even related to drugs, even like fighting, be a very psychedelic experience. You have sensory awareness. Many things can, yeah. So like in a fight, sometimes you pick up sounds like you wouldn't have normally picked that sound up. Just chilling, right? You'll be extra sensory aware. So walking around normally, we're not in that field of uh, reception. Okay. So that's just one little thing that you get with nothing. Now, as far as like astral projection, and that's something you're hiding, right? Your brain doesn't even pick those things up. So now imagine what is going on around you that your brain is just shielding you from Mm -hmm. so you're not exposed to it. Mm -hmm. So that could be an astral projection. You went and saw some shit happening. Could be. Now, it could be a crazy dream. So, Sigmund Freud says sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Now, this is my thing. It could be. When did that happen? About. Years ago? No, 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 no. This was like semi-recently. This okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I'm going to tell you oh, why shit. you had a dream. I'm, I'm going to No, I'm telling you why you had a dream. I'm going to put, I'm going to show you an Instagram channel after this, uh, a girl that was human trafficked. She's probably now, I don't know how old Allie is. She's probably, I'd say in her twenties, she was on a Zoom meeting with some very important people apparently and told her story to them and is now on the run. And the stuff that she described is very much what you just said, that she she said, she's like, if people know what I saw and what I had to like do to get out of the situation I was in, she's like, it's, she's like, I, it, it, it makes me think I'm not a good person. Like, And she said, when you're in that life, there's... You, you'll do anything to get out. And her, her 
promise to to the kids that were there, like her brothers and sisters and stuff, that she was going to expose it all and get them all out. And there's people that do believe her that have been contacting like all these human trafficking organizations. And there's a lot of people that don't that are like making fun of her. Wait, 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 Why wait. would somebody br- like make that up? You said they've been contacting the human trafficking organizations. So these people like, are able to contact them? They're like this out and about? Oh, no, no, no. Like, like to anti, an- like, oh, no, anti ones. Oh, Oh, there are. No, there are. Like, I mean, there really are out and about. Like, it's people you would never expect. It's the, it's literally the most disgusting thing in the, in the entire world. But she described that she's seen them literally, like, dismember kids and shit. Yeah, it is sick. And I told you, I was talking to someone that's in law enforcement today at the gym. And he works, you know, I can't say what, but... We're talking about human trafficking, and he's like, "Listen, I deal with that shit all the time." He's like, "There's no more happening now." He's like, "It's all the fucking times." Like, you don't realize how disgusting people are, and like what's going on out there that no one really the forms about. that it happens he's in like, too. Now, he's like, "Now it's starting to get attention from the media." He's like, "Oh this yeah, this has been going on." He's like, "Forever." My friend dated a girl that was trafficked. Torture, human trafficking, and then that's here in America. Yeah, you go to China, two million Uyghur slaves. Are trafficked. Chemically castrate them. Yeah. Or regular castrate. Oh yeah, they MK yes. Ultra. There's so much, so much. So one of my friends just told me that he had dated a girl that was trafficked like a year and a half ago, and he's like, and she's still, like, I'm like, that's not something you get over, especially when like it's people that you trusted. You know, these. It's not like it just happens in like a whatever situation. The one girl, Allie, was trafficked. It started in um her not preschool like uh whatever, pre-K, uh, pre-K, whatever it was, it started there. And the teacher, um, literally, it was like a secret. Okay, well, passed her around. The cops would pass her. I mean, if you got involved in a fucked up and they know that you're involved, they'll like literally will, like, you'll meet fake cops. You'll meet, like, it sounds like it's a movie, but they put it in movies and they do it that way so that people go, oh, that doesn't really happen in real life. It does really happen in real life. And it's so fucked up. And the reason why you had that dream is because it's so prevalent right now and people are finding out about it. You could have literally picked up on an energy. You're young. It could have been that. It could have been somebody could have just told you something or you could have seen something that you just literally didn't even think about it at the moment. Like a second. And And a split second. It could have been, oh, like the Wayfair thing. It could have been a Jeffrey Epstein thing. It could have been, I mean, there's so many things that are bringing it right now to where it's... I'm just seeing videos and videos and videos. And my friend Katrina, she's uh, the dancer. She went to school, high school with a girl that was trafficked and would literally start like telling them about it in class mm-hmm. and say, nobody believes me. Nobody even listens to me. So. <laughs> happens all the time. Back, yep. Wow. This is the craziest shit. And, you know, and human trafficking, free Britney. Uh, <laughs> That's well, a yeah, whole. That's a whole other thing. That's that's MK Ultra. That's she's MK Ultra. Yeah. I know we went off the deep end quick. It is what it is. But now let's swim back to the surface. Back We're getting the there. Yeah. It takes a little bit sometimes. Little bit. We went deep quick. Yep. Now we, we took a deep dive. We back. We we'll <laughs> back. We back. So uh, we got a couple fights tonight from our very own law and the May athletes. Yes. Uh, Pompos. Yes. Gregorio, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Oh, uh, good training partner of mine. Uh, <laughs> we both were like. Uh, his jiu-jitsu game has been fire lately. We've been rolling, and I tell you what, he's feeling good. Not to bring it back to me. But, uh, you know, Paul's <laughs> been feeling pretty good. <laughs> That's a big impact to me. And uh, he's a savage also stand-up. Mm. He's a kickboxing champion. 
So I'm pretty excited for his fight. He had won one fight with just leg kicks. Just TKO'd the guy with leg kicks. Just psh, psh. I love when a guy's a dick. Mm. You know, like you hurt the person and that... you keep going for it. Zadik. Is the sound up on that? Because I hear an I echo, hear an and I think it's because the sound is on on that, um, on like the regular part of your computer. Where? Oh, the one that, the room? buttons? Yeah. I got, I think that turning off that doesn't mean that it's going to, see, because you could still hear our voices. Yeah. So it's not messing with that. Let's put it off on, just in case. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> just in case, but. Just in case. I didn't want I you to hear an me. echo the whole time. I haven't trained with him much, but I see him training. He's a fucking killer. So I'm looking to work my way up to that so that I don't get my ass kicked. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, sometimes, skill-wise, I'm good. However, these kids sometimes, you know what the problem is? I'd almost rather fight them because if then you catch a guy in a fight, the fight is over. If you catch a guy in training, now you got to keep going. It's a pain in the ass for me. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm done. That's it. I did what I had to do. I came. I'm done. I don't want to go again. You know, like, it. but you have to, it's training. Yeah. Right? Like, Kristen, you catch someone in sparring, mm-hmm. you go again. Yes. All right, now when you got to do three, five minute rounds with someone like that sparring, it's like, oh, this is annoying. <sighs> and then if you don't catch him, it's even more annoying. Because <laughs> you go for all that energy, and then it's like, fuck. <sighs> it didn't happen. It didn't yeah. happen. But you have a pretty good guest today, Kristen. You're a lifelong athlete, right? You've been wrestling since you were a kid? No, everyone thinks this. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Everyone thinks I've been wrestling since I was like, yeah, I was a kid. I didn't start wrestling until I was like 17. Um, I started wrestling my senior year of high school. Oh. And I actually started with jiu-jitsu. And started, everyone, how old were you when you started jiu-jitsu? Uh, like 16. Oh. So you started yeah. jiu-jitsu first. Yeah, and then I wrestled. And I just wrestled for a season at first. And I didn't wrestle. I took like a year off from school. So I wasn't wrestling, but I was doing jiu-jitsu and shit. And then I uh, saw that Nassau uh, Community College started a women's wrestling program. So then oh. I wrestled for them for like two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then since I've been trying to like make the MMA transition. Yeah. No amateur fights for you yet, right? No. no. I know. It sucks. We, how far do you think you are from getting... I mean, I felt like... I mean, like... you look good in training. I tell you what. Like, I thought she was ready to get an amateur fight in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so me. yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm nervous to say, cause people ask me this a lot and I'll yeah. always like, be like, Oh, I think around like this time. And like every time something happens, man, like at first, you know, I was like, my ankle was fucked up and then like I got a concussion and then there was like, this whole that. pandemic and, mm. um, but I felt like before everything shut down, I was like getting there. I felt like in a couple months I'd be ready and I kind of feel that way now. I feel like maybe in a couple months, like. Three months, I feel like I would be ready to take something. I just gotta get my striking up. Um, but I'm pretty confident with like the grappling aspect of it. Your grappling looks so. good, yeah, especially against the girl your size. What would you fight at 115? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, do 115? Yeah, because you're, what do you walk around at 130? Yeah, about. And I wrestled at 116, so I. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And I also didn't know how to cut weight for shit, so I'm sure, yeah. like, now surrounded by everyone who, like, does this for a living, it'll be fine. It'll be, <laughs> yeah. Not like when you're eating a bag of Cheetos. And yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm just not going to eat for two days. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> boiling alive in my bathtub. But I'm <laughs> I mean, that is how I like to cut weight, boiling yeah. alive in my bathtub. Yes, that's what I do. I, I do like it. I was and like, I hear if you add salt, it helps. But I would just pour out some salt in. I hear if you add really, salt, right. okay. it helps. I just took like every little piece of advice. My That's old coach is so funny. Know. He used to be like, he used to be like, you know, I hear if you eat something, 
uh, it doesn't actually go into your system until like five days later. So you might as well eat nothing then, <laughs> because it's like if you eat it and it doesn't, you don't get the energy for like days later. It's mm-hmm. like, well, if you're not gonna get it for you for days later anyway, you might as well just not eat it. I, I was like, true. I don't think that's a Oh wait, my kids make fun of me. Just so tell me. I had my uh, I don't know if you know I called them my kids, Zach and Del, the the two big guys that went to the gym sometimes, two big I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So Zach and Del, I'm like, listen, when I'm cutting weight, just come over to the house, just make sure if I die, it's not too bad. <laughs> if I die, it's not too bad. So they come over and in the morning I haven't eaten for like three days. And no. I'm like, okay, I'm like I have a, a, a fun size Snickers bar because it's like 90 calories and it weighs nothing and it has like everything. I was like, this has everything I need. The sugar <laughs> to let me have energy to do this like three hour workout in my vitals. And I eat that Snickers bar and in the morning, of, it's like, let's say the weigh-ins Thursday. This is Wednesday morning. So I eat my little Snickers bar. Then I work out for three hours like, you know, with the vinyls, the albaline and all that. And uh, then I do the hot bath six times, right? Then we go to the photo shoot in the city. I'm like 151. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. And then I'll cut the rest in the in the morning, right? You know, I wake up at like 2 in the morning. And I'm like, all right, we'll get, get on the scale. I'm like 150. I'm like, okay, 5 pounds, 4 pounds. I'm good. You know, I get in the 112-degree tub for like a half hour. I'm like, all right, that got to be 2 pounds. I step on the scale, 149.8. Now I'm like, oh shit, I lost point two. I was like, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm sweating. I was like, where's the sweat? She should go somewhere. That's horrible. So yeah, sometimes kind of weird stuff. Mm. Yeah. I weirdly miss it though. It really? In a weird way, like I feel like when you don't do it for a long time, you like miss being like that motivated kind of miserable. Where like you're miserable, but it's like for a purpose, so you just like feel tough. <laughs> yeah, like it's not stupid. It shouldn't make you feel feeling like shit. Shouldn't make you feel tough, but, no, but it, does. it does. You're like sitting in the bathtub. You're like, yes, I'm working for this. You're like motherfucker. I'm, yeah. I'm suffering. Watch tomorrow. I'm gonna. I'm just suffering. Yeah. I'm su- I can't even walk right now. But Once I got I this. Eat, I will. Yeah, I'm like blacking out. Once I eat, I will. I'm like on this side just in case I like pass out and fall into the water. <laughs> Someone knows I'm gonna die. SOS. Oh, I sure. So I'm I'm cutting weight and I'm trying to like Instagram story the scale, but I'm butt ass naked and I don't realize <laughs> it. And I pan up and I'm panning back and my kids are in the next room and they look at the story and they're like. <sighs> You know, like pops, they're like, your day is out. Like, and you're not looking your best, you're dehydrated. Like, you're not looking you're your best. best. You're dehydrated. Like, <laughs> so I see the one view, two views. That's the best thing so I've ever one heard. One view was my kid. That's hysterical. I deleted it, right? I'm like, now I don't know. Who is that other view? Who's seen my shriveled up dick? I have no idea. And no one's good friends with you about it. No. No one's like, hey, man, why is your dick out? That's yeah. kind of the best well, part no, that nobody did. Out. I don't know. They were like, man, that was rough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they did you a solid by yeah, not saying anything. Yeah, yeah, you just some things are better left unsaid. That's a real friend. Yeah, that is. First, my kids are real friends because they told you right away. Get your fucking shit off of Instagram Live. That, you gotta pay <laughs> for that. That's on my OnlyFans. Right? That's on my OnlyFans. No one sees my shriveled dick for free. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not looking extra good. Shit. Oh well, that's what happens. 
So we got some fights this weekend. Uh, uh, UFC coming up. There's a lot of good girl fights on this card. Oh, I know. Time, is this the first time there's two sisters fighting? I believe this is the first or time they're the on the first same time card. They're on the same card. I, I don't know, but I know this is the first time they're on the same card together. Yeah, so what do you want to do? Valentina first? Or Honestly, if that's the order it should be in. The Valentina. Oh, it should be Valentina first. She's not the main event. No, I, I consider that the main event. Yeah, Davison's the main event. I'm sorry. I mean, Valentina, listen. First of all, I feel she I deserves never, the main event. She's. I, I've never told you this, Walsing Machine. Valentina, to me, is the best fighter ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm She's not awesome. Male or female. You know best fighter ever that? is Valentina. You want to She's perfect. Perfect in every way. Like as a fighter. A pure warrior through and through. There's no other side to her. Mm. Like if I if you watch everything she does, you see the fucking shooting guns. Yep. Training. Yep. Where she's on the beach. Literally. Literally, her. she's got. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. She is pure warrior. And, through and through. Antonina does the, all of that, but she's also a, a pilot. She's a helicopter pilot. Yeah. She just went. She just went for her uh, helicopter pilot's it's license. Crazy, Why not? Valentina's like a, a championship Muay Thai fighter. She has that background, doesn't she? But she, you know, she's also a black belt in judo. Like, mm-hmm. where do you? How do you find the time to do both those things? Like, how old is she? She's not like old either. Like, she she's it's out. in her family. Their her, their so mom's a martial. Like yeah, their mother's yeah. a martial artist too. Oh, so okay. this is yeah, it's in their it's in their genes. So like at twenty five years old, she's already been training twenty something years. Yeah. All of them. And yeah. with the right guidance. Yeah. Imagine if everyone around you knew how to train. Yeah. You know, like whoa, whoa, Kristen, don't do it that way. Yeah. This is the way. And then you could also like have your sister to train with. It's pretty cool. Oh, they're giving her a lot of shit right now. Oh yeah, she's getting a lot of shit in the press. Why do you think? Yeah, because she's smart. (laughs) She sees things. She sees things for what they are, and she's calling them out, and they are ripping her apart in the press. So let's take it back to Valentina. Sorry. So Valentina, right, surrounded by just everyone that knows what to do. Yeah. And she's actually, I bet you Valentina could fight at 15 if she wanted to. I would definitely she, say she, she could, yeah. I bet you she could. She yeah. might have seen her at Henzo's, not with a fight coming up, and she was like a buck 30. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. She's, she, in, she's always in phenomenal she's shape. Too. She's just solid as a rock. Literally. Uh, Maya Jeff, Maya, listen, very good, very good. Uh, tough. I like her because she's old. <laughs> I just don't see anybody beating Valentina for a while. I hate to say it. So Jennifer Maya, I like mm-hmm. her because she's old. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, I can't see her beating Valentina. And no. then Antonia Shevchenko, I mean, she got a tough fight. Oh, Antonina, that's going to be a really tough, tough, that's going to be a very tough fight for her. And and that actually could be a very tough fight for Valentina. That could be one of Lipsy, uh, it could be her come up fight could be right to Valentina. To be honest with you, it seems to be, it's a lot of people are going, either going from Antonina. It's such a weird thing. She's never going to fight her sister. Like that. That's never going to happen. Yeah, she's not even close to no, to but you do see a lot of them. They've been kind of staggering through her. It's a very weird She's got a very weird position in that uh, weight class, if you ask me. But that's a very that's a tough fight for Antonina. Very, very tough, tough fight for I her, mean, especially since Antonina's not as good on the ground as her sister. Not is. at all. They're not the same fighter. So it's tough. Uh, and there's another great girl fight, and uh, she's been training on the law, Caitlin mm-hmm. Chikugian. Woo! Woo! Quick turnaround time against Cynthia very Carrillo, quick. Who's 
also very good. Yeah, that's going to be a great fight. She reminds me, she's like a female Nate Diaz. Just like yeah, I'm a fan. I like her. I, and there's, I, 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 I think she should have took a little more time, personally, but who am I talking about? I take 10 years to take a fight. So <laughs> I don't to listen to about, about that kind of shit. So I know Caitlin wants to get in there. I mean, she fought the number one contender. Mm. Uh, well, she machine trained Caitlin before, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, just grappling stuff. But I used to wrestle with her sometimes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah she's good, man. She has, like, good, um, she has really good hips. She's, like, mm-hmm. hard to get under, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, she's got and, some nasty spells. Yeah, I mean, I see her at Henzo's when Henzo's was actually open. And <laughs> she's pretty good. I guess mm-hmm. she's a brown belt. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Caitlin's a brown belt. I think Cavallo is also. Yeah. Brown or black belt, I forget. Oh, she's I'm not sure. Yeah, belt. she's Cavallo. So that, she's... that might actually wind up being a good little scrap. You know, I really like that fight. As a mm. fan, I like that fight. You know, I'd like to see It'll be a good Caitlin fight. take it. Yeah. See the, you know, well, Cynthia, she was, she did have fought at 115 at one point, too. So she's had her, you know, she can fight in between weight classes. I can't see, yeah, I can't see her going up to 135 ever. Um, but 125 will be nice for her. I could see Caitlin even floating around some weight classes at some point too. Put some fucking muscle Why not? On. She trained to fight Shade Ricci. If she wanted to muscle on, she could just tall. If I was tall, mm-hmm. I'd fight way heavier. Yeah. Because I, I know how to put muscle on. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, if you can put muscle on, fuck it. If you're tall, you should fight at the heaviest mm. weight possible as you age. Right? Like start putting it on, take your time, put some muscle on if you can. For you, probably 115 is perfect. Right? And then... As you got older, if you needed to, if you got so jacked, so slow, so, so giant, that you your arm <laughs> so giant, would just be so big that you would just like rest it on your lats. <laughs> <laughs> then you could do like twenty-five. <laughs> so giant. Okay, I like this fight too, Mike Perry, because he's such a character. Yeah. Who's in his corner? Is his girlfriend corner? I guy? wonder. Was I wonder. Uh, was it Gonzalez in his corner? That was the worst. Shit, I, I don't remember her name, but I know that like that's his second. He used to have his, his fiance. Yeah, yeah, she used to corner him. Kristen, would you corner your boyfriend? Well, at least you yeah, have some yeah. martial arts experience. Yeah, if I felt qualified to, I'm sure. That girl has like no martial arts experience. She's like, you're doing great, babe. <laughs> Aw, I mean, sometimes that's what you need, though, right? That's what he's, he's doing, doing great, babe. Because I feel like you prepare your training, right? So if he feels like he's adequately mm. prepared, he's not gonna like learn anything new in there. I mean, also love and encouragement, all... positive vibes. You like fuck that. But I feel like everyone responds to different kinds of coaching. Like I don't know. I personally either respond to like really instructional coaching or just being mm. like verbally abused. <laughs> I like the oh. busted. I realized. Yeah. Would you find out? Uh, in yeah, Invicta FC is Friday night. Kind of excited about that. Yeah, it's um. I don't know, but this one's really exciting because it was supposed to be. There's a really good Bellator fight tonight. Holy shit! You know what's on tonight? What? No, you're not familiar with them. AJ McGee versus Darian Cole. That's a fantastic fight. One forty-five pound tournament in Bellator is lit. Those fights are fantastic. Every fighter in there is straight fire. I mean, you want to talk about a rival division to the UFC? The 45-pound division, I mean, they picked up 
uh, Michael Chandler from Bellator, and I mm. hit him up. He hasn't fought in the UFC yet. But he got knocked out by the 145-pound champ who picked up the 45- and 55-pounder, Patricio Pitbull. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Bellator's 45-pound division is deep as shit. I think Pitbull, Patricio Pitbull, could challenge Volkanovski tomorrow mm. and probably win. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see some crossover with that. But yeah, lots of fights this weekend. Then. So we got it's fight weekend. CFFC tonight. That's a local show yep. right in Philly. Yeah. It's nice to see that Philly's doing some shit. It and is nice to see that. A little bit of you can book like it's a nice to see game. that for sure. Uh, then we got UFC, Bellator tonight as well. Invicta. Tomorrow night, yeah. Tomorrow night, it's exciting. Um, I mean, everybody on this card has had some really great matchups at some point, so it should be a fun card to watch. But I'm super excited to see Kayla Harrison's debut. She's debuting. She's co-main event for, with uh, Courtney King. I mean, if you think about it, I think that there's, I think it's a couple things that are going to end up being at play in that. Um, she may have, if, 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 if my instincts are right pfl could be absolved they might not be a company anymore she could just be doing like a one fight contract or a couple fight contracts like a a chris cyborg did with the ufc where she would just be able to do a couple they could pay her the amount that they could pay her because then maybe there might be something in the there might be something also where she might have a contract that she's contractually now obligated to invicta and bellator which then opens up her fight for chris cyborg so i personally think she she has yeah i I think they they i think that's her contract because that's the only way that she could make the same amount of money or more than pfl is for her to be able to go to bellator because chris cyborg got the biggest she got the biggest payout of any female in mma history for bellator bigger than ufc she got more money so i could see them being involved in her contract so that she could get the money that she deserves and well does deserve she's she's you know seven and oh um she's gonna demolish the girl she's fighting i hate to say I mean, it yeah she's just way the, the, literally the only step is for no, her to do her so super fight washing machine even though she's a super badass and trains all the time mm-hmm. doesn't watch a lot of fights i know yeah. Tell, us, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. A lot of fighters don't. Like, no, you know a lot. Is, I've never been like a sports watching person. Like I just never found them entertaining. And like, I guess part of it is like I'd rather just be like doing the thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I just have such terrible like attention issues. Even when I try and pay attention to a fight, like a minute in and I'm I'm out. I'm there, but I'm not there. And then like a finish will happen. And like, oh, that was crazy. You see that? And I'm like. Yes, I definitely saw that. Dude, where were you during that no, time? No, I don't you're know. You're just like Come staring on. at a part of the scene. Kind of, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's bad, dude. It happens in jiu-jitsu, too. Like, I'll be in class, and I'll be trying hard to pay attention, and then all of a sudden, the instruction is done, and I'm going back to my partner, and I'm like, ah, did you catch that? Nah. Well, when you roll, when you're actually locked. <laughs> dude, it's still bad. You know what's crazy? What? I'll, I'll roll, and I swear to God, like a minute will go by, and I'll, like, be in a new position. So, like, I know I was rolling. You know what I mean? But, like, that minute is just lost in time. Like, I have no idea how I got in that <laughs> position. So, like, you would think, and people ask me that, too. Like, oh, when you go live, it's different, right? No. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's yeah. not. And I'll so be in, like, a, I, sometimes of? I'll be in, like, a dominant position, too. And I'm like, I don't know how this happened. Oh, you'll be, like, psychic. Yeah, sometimes. Like, oh, wow. And I'll, like, focus back in, and I'll be like, dude, like, you're training. Can you pay attention? I'll just be having, like... 
Like a daydream almost while I'm training. It's terrible. I don't know how to change that. I don't want to go on medication, but I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, if you don't have to, there's no reason to. It's it's definitely not great for training. CBD might be a good route. CBD might be a really good route for you. Yeah. No THC. Yep. So you won't get high. All of it has a tiny con, a little bit of THC. But if you get something that's more like what I would say sativa. Shout out to my CBD sponsor, CMG CBD and Wholeness. Yeah, you should think about I'll, that. I'll put the link up. It helps focus? It, it could does. if you have the right kind, it yeah. With, it helps with, uh, with focus, depending on the mm-hmm. So that could work. Oh, I'm excited about the fight weekend. Huh? I said I just become like a full-blown weed girl. That is hysterical, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I I can't train high. I can't. We figured that out. It's I cannot. I can't. I can't. I my right from my left is gone. I don't know what's going. Literally, I forget everything that John has taught me in the last what four five months ish. Some three four five. I don't know. Whatever it's been. Like literally, I'm like what. I'm sorry, who? So I know I. he has to take the pen. I cannot, I can't. You can't even do left and right. No, literally. I don't, I, I get completely dyslexic. It's so, so bad. Efficient. But I could play pool like a motherfucker high. You probably learned it high. I learned it a lot more than high. I was, yeah, we were hanging around pool walls back then. Well, yeah, because we used to, we were like back then, it was the place to hang out was the pool hall. There was, back in the 90s, there was like nowhere to hang out. So we, literally, it was like we started out, Pool's awesome. Yeah. It's like my favorite. There is a place around here that's open that I just found out about the other day. It's open. I'm like, oh, why didn't nobody tell me the Big Kahuna's open? The Big Kahuna. It's got um, like seven. I'll find out. But they have um, like seven foot tables, six foot bar tables. So they're nice. Like they're easy to learn on. Um, and I think they have a couple big ones in there. But I, it's, it's small. They like took out a lot of tables, made it smaller. So it's. You know, easier to go to. I heard it's really nice. I'm gonna have to check uh, it out. Check it out. Yeah. Let's check it out Monday. Yeah. Ooh, ter- yeah. Oh, you know, because usually they, uh, it's we like are in studio Monday, Thursday, and sometimes Friday. Yeah, I'm here on Fridays. This little studio has been working out good. Yeah, I like the purple you got. Purple is my favorite color. That was John. Color. Not that I don't like her. I like purple a lot. So yeah. What's your favorite color, Christine? <laughs> do you have a no, what, what color do you gravitate towards? I like purple. Yeah. Okay. I would say purple. Different yeah. variations of it? Yes. I like this purple. Oh, this I was going to say cuz there is different variations oh, of no, colors. No. Like <laughs> if you look at if you look at that, like it shows the variations of different how like it, it's what no, that yeah, no, it does. The blue into the purple. That purple yeah. that's wild. Yeah, Everyone um, says that. So All purple belts love being purple belts. It's the best. I can't it's wait like, to yeah, experience it. I know enough. <laughs> purple belts, like, I know enough. That's so yeah. funny. That I can't I, wait to experience it. I some dudes up. Yeah. But I'm still on this quest. Yes, the quest. Right. To, still hungry. I'm super hungry. Because brown belt's close to black. Mm. And then being a black belt is, like, kind of sucky. Is it? Yeah, it's sucky because it's, like, mad expectation. Yeah, like you're supposed to beat people up. Mm. So yeah, like, and I have no expectation of myself, <laughs> you know, in training. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like trying to figure things out still. <laughs> you know, black belt to me, when I got my black belt, I was like, this means I know how to learn. Yeah. Okay. Right now I know how to learn. I like that. I have a black belt. That I means, like that. So like a teacher. Yeah. Teaching means now I know I learn. 
I, I'm an expert at learning. Okay. I know how to learn. So, yeah, because there's such a differentiation in black belt. Like, if you look at, like, a guy like Jason Rowe, like a professional one of the student. Best black belts in the world. Professional student. Jiu-jitsu. And also, I'm an MMA guy. I know that say say that say that professional student, but in a good way. It's, it sounds... Student. It sounds I'm weird like, to say that. I'm like, now that's I'm ready. You get good. Yeah. I'm like, and I got my black belt. I was like, now I'm actually ready to really learn. Mm-hmm. Because now I know the basics. And now I can see how everything That makes so, sense. And that's why I almost had to fight again. I had to test out that shit mm. for 10 years. I was like, all right. I was like, it's like testing your thesis. It's like, here's my mm. thesis. Let's test this out. Let's see how it looks. You know, that's why I love martial arts also. Like, you learn it. You practice it. And then you apply, it. Mm. learn, practice, apply, and you just go through that cycle, which to me is very fulfilling. It gives me a real purpose in life, and then the martial arts journey translates to me into every aspect of life. Right, mm. you're in bad position sometimes. Sometimes you get tapped. How do you respond? How do you yeah, come back. How do you recover from training? Like the whole process of it is like a microcosm for the macrocosm of life. Mm. So yeah, I love the martial arts, Kristen. No, and I'm not a lifelong athlete, so I appreciate it as. And then you said you started training yeah. later too, 16. Yeah. I started training at 19. You know, I so feel like late. Um, for for you know. Yeah, I say like I wouldn't know what it's like to like grow up doing the sport that you love, but like I can't. I feel like there's something to finding it like a little later because you know what it's like to not have like a passion in life. Mm. So like knowing like the before and after of like kind of feeling a little like ah, I don't really know what I'm doing what I want to do and then like finding exactly what you want to do like knowing how it felt before I feel like it makes you so appreciative of what you have you know mm. and plus like, awesome. the people around you who like help you do that I feel like it like bonds you to them in another way I mean I love the martial art community I mean I know there's imagine finding it in your 40s <laughs> yeah, it you took me till 37 37 is when I found what I loved yeah wow what did you yeah. start with? Uh, well, I mean, I was did sports forever. I was did soccer, hockey, gymnastics, dancing, you name it. I did a lot. Um, I did a ton of sports. But I mean, as far as my life, what I love doing, uh, I was a lifelong hairstylist. Probably started just playing with my friend's hair and shit when I was like 16, maybe even younger, and then got my license, did that forever. And then when I got injured, I tore both my shoulders in an accident and I wasn't able to do hair and I wasn't able to play pool. I'm a competitive pool player. And I did do a little kickboxing and a little bit of different, you know, martial arts. I tried jujitsu. I just didn't like going to class. It wasn't my thing. Now I love it. Well, I hated it. I because I was I was also an addict. Right, so I, I was I do need someone for you to train with though. Yeah. Because I'm just like crushing you, teaching you moves. We, she does privates with me. And if there's not another girl, like which is us, like it's tough for me to do a move on you because I'm like 60 pounds. But I take it. I take it good. Yeah. I think I I'm, I try. So um, yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm squashing. You know, you're fine. So then it's I. Like you're fine. That yes, like, that's a sorry little one. Sorry, that's little I put it up the other day. I was like, that's me, dog. Because I'm like, oh, but no, it's fine. Um, I, I don't. I don't care. It doesn't bother. I'm 110. It doesn't even bother me. 12, whatever. Um, it's, but 
I found that I really loved journalism because I always loved MMA. I loved watching it. I loved, uh, again, kickboxing and all my friends trained. So I really loved it. And then I said, one of my friend's moms was like, you know, you guys, because my friend and I were talking about it. She said, you guys should do a podcast. So we started podcasting about just like everything. And then that, nope, it was, I had a podcast before that. And it was very it was huge. We started out just like getting stoned and talking about bullshit. Like, I mean, everything from like just everyday life. And then we got into like, if somebody broke into your house, torture tactics, what would you do? A shark attack. Like, I don't know how. She was like, yeah, you know, I want to go to the beach. I'm like, speaking of, did you ever sit there and go like, today's the day. Someone's going to get got. And she's like, you really think about that? I'm like, all the time. I'm like, someone's going to get it. And maybe I'll go in and help. She goes, bitch, you better not. Like the it was great. And a lot of MMA people followed us that when I stopped and we like broke up our our relationship through that, uh, a couple of officials, Mike Washington contacted me and a couple of people and were like, you're going to be taken seriously, way more seriously going forward without her. Like, this is a good move for you. And I haven't looked back and I've done accomplished so much on my own. And they were all right. They were like, she was holding you back for like the six months that we did our thing. I yeah. never told, it is awesome. I, I never told you that. I don't like to bring up that first part of it because it's trash. I don't want to hear about it. That's right. <laughs> it's a big stepping stone. I have the tattoos to prove it. We got tattoos together of the oh name of the God. show. Oh yeah, called it High Drama. Well, that's yeah. why you fucking failed. You can't no, I'll tell you why we failed off camera. No, you can't get tattoos. No, it had nothing to do with that. No. That's no, a, I. No, that's a symbol of it. I'm telling you. Like when I tell you off camera, you're going to be like, you oh. If you tattoo a dude's name on you, you are guaranteed to fail in that relationship. It literally. Well, can I tell you? What I tell you now. Don't do it. Well, don't well, ever. He's, he's right, right on that. No, but. he is right on that. However, when I found out after we stopped what somebody had told me, and I was like, I fucking knew it. And yeah. that's why it happened. It had nothing to do with the tattoos. It was well before that. And when I found out, it was like, thank God. Thank God. Because so I'm not a hooker. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Well, when I, when I found out that, like, I, my partner was like, oh, let me get a VIP uh, uh, table at this fight and, you know, go banging the fucking security guy for it. Like, he's going to be able to do that. I'm like, I could have gotten us that on our own, you dumb bitch. And I told her in the beginning, I don't care what you do. Do it on your own time. Nothing nothing that involves business. No, I'm sorry. You wanted to know. I said it. <laughs> People are shady. We're getting... <laughs> let's turn it back down the yeah uh, turn it <laughs> oh I like her she said turn it up you gotta come you gotta come on in the girls corner on a Friday with Lauren and I she you just <laughs> that was awesome I love you yeah you gotta come on a Friday with Lauren and I cause we talk we talk so much shit on Fridays about everything yeah I've never bought her I've literally I've been so <laughs> yo and that's the best question that's actually that's literally the statement i've hold had people on, go wait. where is she i'm like hold on i don't know i want to end this i don't know if i could tell this story but there's something that christine did <laughs> oh no <laughs> that was very unpopular but that i thought was the most gangster thing ever. wait i might like it but her. go on no and it's up to her if she wants to tell the story or if she wants me to tell, tell the story. it tell it tell See, it it's not you know what? You can tell the story because I don't want to be responsible for being the one that told the story. Tell it. I don't want anyone to be like, Kristen, where the fuck did you well, say you that? Well, you correct me if I got the story Yeah, I'll, I'll fact I was going to say you could... So Kristen, was working, <laughs> Kristen was working at a particular gym. Okay. I'm not going to say which. Okay. I know a lot of gyms I might know. Gym, she was working the desk and she was responsible for closing up. And there was someone who teaches jiu-jitsu at night 
that uh, was taking a long time to wrap it up. Okay. And Kristen's like, I'm fucking tired. Like, I want to go home. And this happened over the course of several times, right? This was an ongoing, it happened a few times, right? Mm-hmm. So, yo, she's like, yo, it's 10 o'clock, wrap it up. Your fucking class ended like a half hour ago, let's fucking go. Right? And the dude got nasty with her. And this dude is like six foot four, right? And Kristen's like five foot four. I love it. And did you ever play Mike Tyson's Punch Out? <laughs> Remember how <laughs> Mac had the power up where he would jump and punch like the tall dude? So Kristen, and this is on camera, so we're watching the fucking video. So you see Kristen get into an argument on the mat with this particular guy. And then, it, and then they're arguing, and uh, he says something to her, and she just fucking jumps and cracks him in the face and walks away. And I'm like, yo, that's the most gangster shit ever. She was like, no, fuck that. She, like, is really, like... Fights for the shit. That's so my I favorite like, thing I've heard today. The video, it was so That's funny you're just like everyone's seen this video but me. I haven't no, seen it. I haven't seen it. It's so good. Yeah. Can you show it to me? Because no, now I really want to so see good. it. I don't have it. But let me oh just damn it! I'm thinking like you're acting like you have it. I'm like I want to see it. Wow. That's the best thing I've ever heard. It wasn't. No, no, I know, I know. No, but just it wasn't just. To be clear, it wasn't that he was like leaving the gym late. It was just that he was very, very disrespectful about it. And then at one point, he so he worked for a particular jujitsu promotion. And at one point, what had happened was, I had told him, and I was so mad at this point because it was like I said, it wasn't that it wasn't that he was leaving the gym late. It was just like it was the way that he would act about it. So one time we got into an argument about it, and I was like, you know what? Like the next time you leave the gym like late, there's gonna be consequences and. I'm not going to say, I don't want to, like, say the promotion, who it was, whatever. There's going to be consequences. Like, say the promotion, and, um, you have to say like a stupid promotion name. No, it doesn't matter. Like, uh... Jiu-Jitsu Tournament 1. Jiu-Jitsu Tournament 1, yeah. Yeah, Okay, right. so he was like, and he, he works for this, this promotion, he's like, yeah, well then, good luck getting on Jiu-Jitsu Tournament 1. And I was like, you're going to, like, threaten to, like, stop... Like, the thing that I'm competing. doing with my life? Like, this is what I'm doing with my life. You're supposed to be my teammate, and you're going to, like, threaten that? Seriously? So then after that, um, it was just, like, a whole other thing. It was, like, he apologized, and then he, like, kept doing this thing at the gym, and so it was, like, a long it escalated, day. Yeah. It wasn't like he just left late, and I was like, it's time. I got you. It was a lot of drama on that. But, I don't but like the, the political end of that. Yeah, her, good for you. The way she stood up for herself. Listen, good for like you, because I don't like you political know, bullshit, you know? Yeah. Personally, but I understand... Kristen stood up for what she felt, and I respect that. I love it. You know, I love it. All right. I love it. We are going to exit the animal zone. I fucking love that. <laughs> you got to come on a Friday for energy, me. And then you can turn it up to 10 with Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>